Hi, I'm Dave Stark. Welcome to episode 8 of my podcast, Talking Nonfiction. I have 10 episodes planned this season, and in each episode, I take less than 10 minutes to talk about five great nonfiction books, letting you know what the book is, why it struck me as great. These are my favorite, my most highly recommended reads from the last 10 to 12 years, over which time I've read roughly 30 works of nonfiction annually, and wrote about each on my writing blog at wordswrittendown.com. So far this season, I've covered five great memoirs, books on justice, tales of ocean adventure, great stories from history, excellent sports books, works of war history, and books related to personal growth. Now in this episode, I'll be going over five exceptional books of a type I'm quite fond of, works of writers on writing. The first book of the five is Daily Rituals by Mason Curry. It's a compilation on the creative process, or daily routine, of work by 161 writers, artists, composers, and other creative people. A theme throughout is of people being the most productive in the morning, with an idea that comes up from a few being to wake up with the sun, and then be done by around noon. A few specific things from the book start with Twyla Tharp, dancer and writer of The Creative Habit, who noted the idea of triggers to start things, with her ritual being to hail a cab to go to the gym after waking at 5.30 each morning. Ernest Hemingway wrote of stopping at a point that he knew what would happen next. That way he could pick it up easily the next day. Joyce Carol Oates wrote of how difficult it is to get a first draft of something done, something I'll talk about more later in discussing Anne Lamott's book. Anthony Trollope, who wrote in the 1800s, was at his writing table at 5.30 each morning and wrote for three hours. He felt that three hours would produce what someone should in a day, and if he finished a novel in the middle of his three-hour stretch, he would then start writing a new one. Stephen King was noted as someone who starts writing around 8 or 8.30 and has a daily quota to reach of 2,000 words, usually hit by about 1.30. It's a wide-ranging book from Curry, with interesting content about the habits of the people he covers. The Elephant in the Room by Tommy Tomlinson is the second book. It's subtitled, One Fat Man's Quest to Get Smaller in a Growing America, and in the book, he gives a profound look at his life and career as a writer. It's an entertaining read about struggling with his weight, but also much more than that, with Tomlinson covering well so much ground, including the love provided by his parents, the South he grew up working poor in, and the food of the region and what it meant to him. He also writes about his wife, Alex, and the dog, Fred, they loved, the pain of losing his sister, and doing work for a living that thrills him, and with writing colleagues, people he built powerful bonds with. The stories told are rich and profound, including getting throat cancer at 29 years old, and how Tomlinson would save each and every fast food receipt, just in case that would wind up being his last and he would stay away from the temptation. Additionally, the book struck me as having a sort of duality to it, with it an elegy of things lost and that Tomlinson couldn't do because of his weight, but then also a celebration of what he has and aspires to do and be. The third book is Bird by Bird from Anne Lamott. It's an excellent work subtitled Some Instructions on Writing and Life. I found myself drawn to not only Lamott's views on writing, but also her take on the world. I like interesting contradictions in people, and Lamott comes across as religious, profane, funny, and with good insight. One thing that particularly struck with me was how she seems to see the world with reverence and have that come across in her writing, and at the same time, 
she also very much writes her world with all of its warts. In terms of the more nuts and bolts advice she gives around writing, the biggest notion that stands out is a writer writes. It's appointment work that requires putting in the time and good writing something that often can come when you just keep writing and then gleam the good out of the bad. The eloquent and memorable phrase that she uses is shitty first drafts. Lamont also notes that if stuck on what to write about, someone should narrow down as much as possible with the idea of writing through a one inch frame and just start, start describing. The point is to get started with the bird by bird title coming from Lamont's father telling her and her brother how to get a report on birds done. When someone writes for a living, hopes to, or just loves to write, Lamont notes the reward for a writer in daily work done with devotion and commitment. It's not so important what's written, and especially not important what the work starts out being, again, shitty first drafts, just to sit down, write, and then repeat the process. The fourth book to talk about is The Telling Room by Michael Paterniti. It was a remarkable work that weaved together an interesting external story with an equally compelling story of the author himself. With the subtitle of A Tale of Love, Betrayal, Revenge, and the World's Greatest Piece of Cheese, Paternetti's book was a great history lesson, travelogue, appreciation of slow food, and an epic tale. Not as explicitly spelled out in the subtitle, it was also about a way of life with family and friends, believing in something, and storytelling. The book is set largely in the small town of Guzman, in the Castile area of Spain, where the Kraft cheese, Paramo de Guzman, was once made by Ambrosio Molinos. As Paterniti reached out to and then began visiting Molinos, he was exposed to the epic storytelling, both common in the region and trafficked in by the former master cheesemaker. He also wrote of his history as a writer, and in the telling room there was a fascinating and recurring thread about ideals and actuality. While the events and betrayals discussed in the book may well have been different than portrayed by Molinos, those ideals he espoused and the friendship with Paternity certainly felt real. Towards the end of the book, a shift occurs where the author certainly doesn't betray this friendship with the cheesemaker, but rather moves from simply being a part of his stories to a chronicler of them, albeit one who's created stories of his own as a writer and who along with his family connected with Molinos and his narratives. Out of all of this, Paternity finished with a compelling book that covered a huge amount of ground and likely would be enjoyed by anyone appreciating either writing about writing or simply an epic tale. The fifth book to cover is The Tender Bar by J.R. Moringer. It's a memoir that struck me as incredibly open, tracing the events of his life that helped him lead up to being a writer. Specifically, it's about growing up with a single mother and the male role models who haunt the Manhasset Long Island bar Dickens, which eventually became Edison's. The book is very much entertainment via a well-told yarn about how other people live, and there's also a number of metaphorical rope forks in the road that Moringer came to and which ultimately wound up with him being a working author. There's great content about writing, as well as the process around it. I love the description of his various father figures and finding that the way to get close to them was through words being their password. There's also recounted a story told by Moring to Moringer by a priest do you know why God invented writers? Because he loves a good story. Additionally, there's mention from Moringer fairly late in the book of how he began to write well when he didn't focus on producing great prose, but rather simply getting words on a page. 
Additionally from the book is how good writing is above all truthful writing. It was a great book, one that I loved, and also being made into a movie coming out this Christmas on Apple TV. Five books I've covered by Writers on Writing are all great ones. If you've not read them, I highly recommend any of Daily Rituals by Mason Curry, The Elephant in the Room by Tommy Tomlinson, Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott, The Telling Room by Michael Paternitti, or The Tender Bar by J.R. Moringer. I'm glad you took the time to listen this far. If you liked what you heard, please rate the podcast, leave a review, and subscribe. Next episode, I'll be talking about five great books on adventure travel. 